challenging, thought-provoking, insightful. This is God in Country, the collision of faith and politics, hosted by nationally known speaker, Reverend Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Not your typical Rev. Dr. Sean is a proud military veteran, former law enforcement officer, and founder of the internationally regarded executive protection team. Through counseling, elite life coaching, and national speaking, this ninja pastor tells it like it is. This series is biblically and politically engaged with the pedal to the metal. With today's edition of God in Country, here is host and author of the acclaimed yet controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America. Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Welcome to the Collision of Faith and Politics. This is the fastest hour in radio. Welcome to all the warfighters, sheepdogs, uniformed, and clandestine service standing on the line for us, many of whom will never even know about you, will never know your name, will never know the great sacrifice you've made. Listen, I am so blessed and so appreciative to have the, the troops listening to us live from Iraq, Afghanistan, Kuwait, Qatar, and stateside. Hello to the U.S. Army Rangers at Fort Benning, Georgia. Rangers lead the way. Hello to the soldiers and civilians in Belgium and Germany. I, I really appreciate you, uh, really appreciate you, uh, the time you take to listen. It blows my mind that you do this. Hey, hello to the United States Marines in Virginia. You know who you are. We appreciate you, for sure. Hey, by the way, the people over in Europe, Listen, you want to be careful, man, with the high density of Islam you have over there. You're in a lot of danger. As always, the Gold Star families, listen, my heart bleeds for you, your loss, your sacrifice. Most Americans will never know what you go through on a daily basis. They'll never, they'll never. Listen, if you live, and this is to all the other Americans out there, if you live in a town, which I can't imagine you living in a town that doesn't have this, but if you live in a town that, that has lost soldiers in the Iraq or Afghanistan war, or any war for that matter, you need to know who they are. You need to know their names. You, know, you need to know their dates of birth, and you need to know when they died, when they were killed in action on your behalf. Gold Star families, listen, we're not ever going to forget about you. I'm, I'm shouting out, especially right now, to Gold Star families and volunteers at the Michael Strange Foundation, the America's Mighty Warriors, great, great organization, Operation 300, Karen and Billy Vaughn, love you guys. Debbie Lee, love you. Thank you for what you're doing. Charlie and Marianne Strange and all those amazing volunteers there, we love you. We're pulling for you. Hey, you know how this show grows. You know this, right? It's, it's algebra, which I always hated, I guess, algebra. When you tell at least three other people with the Internet about the show every week, we grow into a sustainable force. People, I get messages all the time saying, why can't you be on for three hours? Why can't you be on every day? Well, it's money. It comes down to money. So the more sustainable numbers that you show, you know, the Alexa ratings and all these other things, Alexa ratings, it's a big deal. The more logins and that stay on live for the show, the more downloads. When we show that to people, we get advertisers and advertisers and sponsors. They, they love those numbers that we can articulate. And then they say, hey, how'd you like to be on? And we'd like to sponsor you. 
That's how it happens. Follow me at The Ninja Pastor, at The Ninja Pastor on Twitter. Go to our Facebook show page, managed by Sean, active duty military fireman, who gets it done all the time. Just go to facebook.com slash, I guess, backslash God and Country Radio. Take you right there. Go to my website, drshawngreener.com, D-R-S-H-A-W-N-G-R-E-E-N-E-R.com. Free messages, speeches. I just finished a, a series on Revelation, the reason for Revelation. That's there. You can listen to those for free. Sorry about my singing in the beginning. I didn't realize the mic was on, so if I've damaged any of your hearing, I apologize. You, If you subscribe, listen, we don't share your information, but if you subscribe, you can get updates on where I'm speaking and uh, when a new message has been added. You can get my book, Excellence Killed the Church. As Mr. Barker said, it's very controversial. How Mediocrity is Destroying America. You can order it by clicking on the link or send me an email at Sean, S-H-A-W-N, or use the contact page there at drshawngreener.com. That's cool, too. It's all free, and it's all fun. It's all interesting. A little different thing. We're doing something a little bit different today. A little bit, little bit different for you today. I'm going to show you some a little bit different, and then folks have been asking for this, and I thought, well, you know, why not? Free of charge, no cost or obligation to you, so why not? So I, I, I'm going to uh, talk to you today on something that just seems to be a really, really, really big, big, big thing nowadays, and that is getting tripped up by the enemy. You know, we we got to know who the enemy is to know who's tripping us up, but, you know, the enemy's tripping us up. I call this uh, Satan's plan for your life, the five D's from the big D himself. The five D's from the big D himself. Maybe a piece of paper or something. Maybe a pencil. Pencil or a pen. A lot of P's going on there. The, the engineers, I'm sure, hate this when I say things with a lot of P's. I do it on purpose. Now the serpent, this is Genesis 3, uh, 1 through 6. Now the serpent was more crafty than any wild animal which Adonai, God, had made. He said to the woman, this is the serpent, did God really say you were not to eat from the tree in the garden, from any tree in the garden? The woman answered the serpent, we may eat from the fruit of the trees of the garden, but about the fruit of the tree in the middle of the garden, God said, you are neither to eat from it or touch it or you will die. The serpent said to the woman, it is not true that you will surely die because God knows that on the day that you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it had a pleasing appearance and the tree was desirable for making one wise, she took some of the fruit and ate. She also gave some to her husband who was with her. And he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they realized that they were naked. So they sewed fig... Uh, this is free, by the way. Seven is free. I'm, I'm giving this free of charge. No, no cost or obligation to you. So they sewed fig leaves together to make themselves loincloth. You ever think about that word, sewed? Isn't that a weird... Sewed. We sewed. S-E-W-E-D. Sewed. It's just funny to me. It's always struck me funny. I know. Uh, I may or may not be a little weird. I apologize for that in advance. No, I don't. I'm not sorry. So the first D is doubt. The enemy wants you to question God. He wants you to... Listen, he wants you to do that. This, the serpent planted doubt in Eve's mind despite she... Look, she lived right there with God. God lived in the garden. He walked in the garden with them. Direct communication with God. I want to ask you a question, and I ask myself of this, uh, this question all the time, and I have plenty of these. What is the snake in your life? 
What is it that causes you to doubt God? Is Maybe it's sickness. Maybe it's job problems. You know, nowadays with Obamacare and, and you know, the, the economy, it's, uh, I don't know, it's, it's a tough time. People are having to work two and three jobs instead of one. Maybe it's family problems. All of us have family problems, you know? There's no perfect family out there. There's lots of families out there that are really struggling. Struggling with lots of things. It could be that. It could be sickness. It could be, it could be the job problems. It could be family problems. It could be addictions. It could be any number of things. And, and I'm not saying, listen, 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 listen. Write this down. I'm not saying, you don't have to write it down if you don't want to. Look, I'm not ordering you around. This is not a dictatorship. I'm not saying things that turn you completely away from God. I'm not saying that. Just the slightest doubt. The slightest doubt to gain a foothold in your life. What is a foothold? You know, Christians, we use these churchy words a lot, and and I think it, it we should explain what they are. I don't like church language too much just because... We hide behind those church words a lot of times. But a foothold, if you think about when you're climbing a mountain, if you climb mountains, uh, there's footholds, there's handholds. And the handholds, you know, you're holding in place. But the foothold is really what you press off of. And a lot of times that bears a big part of your weight. Sometimes you're hanging by your fingertips. But a lot of times, in order to make progress, you've got to have a good foothold. So once something gains a foothold in your life, that's an in, man. That's an in. So I said the D's, you know, the, the uh, five D's. Another D would be discouragement. That's a big one for a lot of people. He, listen, the enemy wants to promote discouragement in you. As we get close to the election, the election's coming up. Listen, man, <laughs> discouragement. Brutal. Discouragement is brutal, and it can come on you. You don't even see it coming. Listen, the enemy, you know what he wants to do? He wants you to focus on your problems and for your identity to be your problems and not in Yeshua HaMashiach, in Jesus the Christ. He doesn't want you... The enemy doesn't want you to focus on being who you are in Jesus Christ the Messiah. He wants you to focus on that crap that's got you so jacked up. You know it's true. Because you keep going back to that. If it weren't true, you wouldn't keep going back to that. But you keep going back to it. You can't ever seem to escape from it, right? You know it's true. Romans 5. uh, So since we have come to be considered righteous by God because of our trust, let us continue to have shalom with God through our Lord Yeshua the Messiah. Also, through Him and on the ground of our trust, we have gained access to this grace in which we stand. So let us boast about the hope of experiencing God's glory. But not only that, let us also boast in our troubles because we know that trouble produces endurance. Endurance produces character. And character produces hope. And this hope does not let us down because God's love for us has already been poured out in our hearts through the Ruach HaKodesh, or the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. You know what? It could be a little thing that trips you up. 
Little things trip me up all the time. A little thing. Maybe it's anger, resentment. First of all, let me say, there is righteous anger. There are times where you are to be righteously angry. But resentment? How about addictions? Addictions to food, drugs, alcohol? I'm addicted to a food. I, I, I'm telling you, I'll admit right now, and it's not funny. Ice cream. I have a real problem. Black cherry vanilla? Whew. I won't say the company that has the best because they haven't paid for advertising, and I need to be better about quitting to advertise for people for nothing, but I'm telling you, man, I got a problem. I, I love the earth, so I eat it right out of the container so I don't dirty uh, a dish that has to be washed and waste water. I believe in that, that whole thing. And I feel like it's wrong to use the energy to, to refrigerate it. So I eat the whole thing, the whole half gallon. It's not even a half gallon. And we talk about lying. They've lied to us. Listen, when we come back, we're going to talk about, tell your friends, by the way, when we go on break, you're going to hear some commercials, listen to them and come back and join us. We're going to talk about the other things, the other little things that hang us up, the hurts, habits, and hang-ups. doesn't have to be a big thing. doesn't have to be a big thing. In the meantime, tell your friends. Reach out to your friends. Send them a text message. Send them an email. Uh, do a link on Twitter if you're on Twitter, at the Ninja Pastor. Uh, link them to this show on Facebook. Go ahead on there. Send that link to them so they can get in with us. And, and uh, we'll be back. It's just a little bit of time, so don't forget about us. Don't wander off somewhere. Come back and join us. We'll finish this thing up in a little bit. Dr. Sean Michael Greener returns after this short break with more of God in Country. Join us for Healing with the Marika Method. This is an amazingly informative show to help heal people as well as their horses, dogs, and cats. This show inspires and empowers people to take charge of their own health and their animals' health using the power of diet, nutrition, natural medicines, and lifestyle to heal a variety of health problems. Learn how food impacts all physical and emotional health conditions and how diet and natural medicines are used to heal the body, mind, and spirit. Marika is a health and nutrition specialist, homeopathic practitioner, a gifted medical intuitive and healer, and an author and educator with over two decades of experience in clinical practice for people and their pets. Join our host, Marika Vandewater, every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to God in Country. The Collision of Faith and Politics. Here with more of today's show, author, coach, and national speaking ninja pastor who has a reputation for telling it like it is, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Welcome back. Hey, listen, thank you for making your way back. I appreciate that. You know, it's awesome. Do you remember what we were talking about, or, or do, you need, uh, do you need supplements of some sort, some memory supplements? Maybe you need that. I don't know. You should take those because I don't know what kind. But if you forgot the first segment already, either I'm very boring or maybe, just maybe, uh, you might need some memory supplements or something like that. Get some more sleep, drink some more water. That's always good. 
So anyway, we were talking about um, we were talking about the little things that trip you up. It's not the big thing. It's not it's not the huge thing. It's the little thing. We and listen, we've all gotten tripped up and tripped out over little things. We have. We all have. We all have. Remember, I was talking about anger, resentment, addictions to different things. Food is is one of my things. Lying, laziness. Oh, don't let me jump over those too fast because, you know, there's a lot of people. Well, I don't lie. Better check yourself before you wreck yourself. Listen, a lot of, t- lot of us lie. We say there's little things that people, to air quotes, try to keep from hurting people's feelings. We do it all the time. We do it all the time. Those little bitty lies we think that don't matter. They don't make a difference. One of the lies I, I learned when I was living in Ohio is, is um, you ask for something and your kids, this happens with parents and kids, Mom, Dad, can we go to the Sonic? Which I, don't go there because they say you can't carry guns. So erase that in your mind. Can't carry, even if you're a concealed carry owner, you can't drive up and have your concealed carry, which is ridiculous because it's not even constitutional, but whatevs, so I don't need their food. But you drive up to Jim Bob's. Or you're driving by and they say, can we go there? Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll have to play that by ear. (laughs) That's not a horrible lie, but it's a lie nonetheless. How about laziness? Some of us say, man, I'm, I'm working so hard. I'm trying so hard. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Man, I'm just wore out. I'm plum tuckered. And, but we use laziness to pretend like we're just killing ourselves at work. Remember those people that they always look like they're working it, they're killing it. They always tell you how busy they are and, and all this, and, and they don't get anything done. They're lazy people. How about the, uh, the, the person, that their hang-up is they overwork. They work too much. They're married to their job. They, even though they have a family, they're married to the, they, they They kill themselves. How about that person? How about the disorganized, the directionless? That's a little thing, but man, it trips you up. We've all tripped over a little thing. And I'm fond of saying little things don't mean a lot. They mean everything. Are you, let me ask you, have you ever been walking along? I've done this lots of times. Have you ever been walking along? You trip over, you're walking on just contiguous carpet, right? That's no, there's no throw rug. There's no other. You're just walking. There's not steps or anything. And you just trip because you don't lift your foot up high enough. And then you trip and then you look back at that, at the offending brick that just jumped out of nowhere and tripped you, right? The gremlin that reached up or the, 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 uh, the bad thing that reached up and grabbed your ankle and caused you to trip and you give it a dirty look like it was really there. Come on. We've all done that, but that's kind of similar to this, right? This is little things jump up and get us. Let me ask you, are, are you going to actually allow a little thing to keep you from your purpose that God has for you in your life? I mean, think about it. Are you? Be a shame if you did. Hey, let me ask you this. What is your fig leaf? For those of you that are drinking plenty of water and doing your memory supplements and getting plenty of rest so you remember. Remember in Genesis 3, um, let's see here, where is it? 7. Then the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized, this was the free one I gave you, they realized that they were naked so they sewed fig leaves together to make themselves loincloths. They heard the voice of Adonai God walking in the garden at the, at the time of the evening breeze. So the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of Adonai God 
among the trees in the garden. Isn't that funny? They hid among the trees. They were created by God. He created the trees in the garden, but they felt like they could hide in there. That's funny. We do that all the time. Adonai, God, called to the man, where are you? Why did he call to the man? Because the man had accountability. He was responsible. Where are you? He answered, I heard your voice in the garden. I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. He said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree from which I ordered you not to eat? The man replied, the woman you gave to me, she gave me the fruit from the tree and I ate. Oh, here it goes. The beginning of men throwing women under the bus. Adonai God said to the woman, what is this you have done? The woman answered, the servant tricked me, so I ate. Adonai God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all livestock and wild animals. You will crawl on your belly and eat dust as long as you live, and I will put animosity between you and the woman and between your descendant and her descendant. He will bruise your head and you will bruise his heel. So, so here's the thing. That was free. 15 was free. I just gave you that for free. I was only going to do 7 through 14, but I get carried away. Why did they hide? Because they sinned. Because for the first time, they did something wrong. Has that ever struck you? The very first time ever in history, something was done wrong. Well, why did they do something wrong? Why did they do something wrong? You hear that? There's people calling me. People calling into the show. You believe that? It's awesome. Love that. I'm not taking calls right now, so hang in there. So why did they do something wrong? Because they wanted to be like God. They wanted a shortcut to being like God. They were already in heaven, folks, and they wanted a shortcut to being like God. We do that. We want microwave Christianity. We, we want to be, somehow or another, we want to be just like God. It's stupid, isn't it? There is no shortcut to it. Worship and serve. Trust and obey. For there's no other way to be happy in Jesus but to trust and obey. The, folks, they were already in heaven. Things didn't have to get better. They weren't dealing with a bad situation. They had to escape. So what happened when they ate the fruit? They immediately knew they sinned. They realized they were naked for the first time. Can you imagine? You don't want me running around naked. Oh, Lord, you don't want me running around naked. This is cool. Then they heard the sound of the Lord walking in the garden. Well, there they go. We're not taking calls, folks. They, they, he, was, he was with them, folks. The sound of the Lord walking in the garden. He was with them. They had everything. They had everything. And they wanted more. Aren't we like that sometimes? We say all the time, well, if God were physically with me, I would be better in my life. I would have a better life. My life really stinks because God's not physically with me. Well, that's not true because we can look back and we can say, God was with me, 
God was with me, and yet I still did the wrong thing. I still wanted more. I still wanted power. I still wanted control. I still wanted to opt for that thing which I know I'm not supposed to have. What'd they do? They sewed fig leaves to cover themselves up. They hid from God for the first time. He was right there in the garden with them, and for the first time, they sought separation from God. They did it. And you know what? If we're being honest, we do it. We're doing the wrong thing, so we don't pray. We're doing the wrong thing, so we don't reach out to God. We seek separation from God. They lied to God, their creator, for the first time. This is the first time. They made excuses. They blamed each other. They blamed the serpent. Let me ask you something. Is it really the serpent's fault? For real. Is it really the serpent's fault? You say, man, are you trying to give a pass here to the enemy, to Satan? I'm not giving him a pass. Don't get it twisted. But I'm saying, you know what? It's not his fault because they could have said no. Eve could have said no. Adam could have said no. Adam could have stepped up and been a man and said, yo, 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 yo. Hold on. Slow down, slam dancer. We can't have you talking to the snake. Now, if snakes had always talked, I mean, if they were just chilling and rapping with people, that wouldn't have seemed that abnormal, right? It wouldn't have seemed that strange. But... They listened to him. They listened to him. And then they did what he said. He planted seeds of doubt. He twisted truth. That's what he does every time. You know it's true. Don't even, don't, don't. Don't try it. You know that's what he does. They made excuses, they blamed each other, and they blamed the serpent. Listen, people throw Eve under the bus all the time, but let me tell you something. It's not all about Eve. Because if her, if her man had stepped up for her and encouraged her and provided some leadership, this wouldn't have happened. How about the third D? Diversion. Satan wants to create diversion in your life. He wants to make the wrong seem right or good. He, he, those of you who are drinking your water, getting plenty of rest, and taking uh, your, your brain supplements, I should get a, a sponsor. I should have a sponsor that does uh, natural brain supplements, memory supplements. I should do that. I should take them. <laughs> I do take some things that will help me out. But, but you remember, I mean, the, in Genesis 3, the fruit looked good. The idea looked good. Listen, when we come back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a passage in Romans talk about what the Apostle Paul went through. He went through these diversions in the why do I passages in Romans 7, uh, 14 through 8, 1 through 12. We're going to read them when we come back. But I, I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm going to encourage you, if you're struggling with a hurt habit or hang-up, you're not alone. You're not alone, and I'm going to provide you answers. When you come back, Listen, I've painted kind of a, a, a grim picture, kind of a sad picture, but you know what? When we come back, you're going to see that there is hope. Come back and see us. In the break, tell your friends. Email, text them, Facebook, and whatever you got to do. Come back and see us. 
Dr. Sean Michael Greener returns after this short break with more of God in Country. Finally, a show that supports women who are in the midst of a transition in midlife. The show is Second Wind. Here's what certified coach, author, and host of Second Wind, Joyce Buford, wants you to know. It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments. We all need cheerleaders, someone who's on our side. Second Wind is that program to help women connect with other women, hear other women's stories. In a stressful world. Find power. In those stories, learn to discover your passions and joys again. Create the life you want to live to the fullest. Join us for Second Wind with Joyce Buford, Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Central, right here on the TogiNet Radio Network. Welcome back to God in Country, the collision of faith and politics. Here with more of today's show, author, coach, and national speaking ninja pastor who has a reputation for telling it like it is, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. It's awesome of you to come back, and and, uh, I didn't have the microphone anywhere near my mouth, just so you know. So if you thought I was in the other room, I was welcoming you back. But I forgot there's this little thing that radio people have to talk into called a microphone, and that's the only way you're going to hear me. So, sorry. So sorry. Um, Anyway, so remember, third D is diversion. Satan wants to create diversion in your life. He wants to make the wrong seem right or good. And then I reminded you about the first passage, those of you taking your brain supplements. Uh, Genesis 3, the fruit looked good. The idea looked good. The thing looked good. But it wasn't. And then I talked to you about the Apostle Paul, about the diversions uh, in the why do I passage in Romans 7, 14 through 8, 1 through 12. Um, you know, if you have a Bible, you can look those up. If you're struggling against a hurt habit or hang up, listen, you got to remember you're not alone. You're not alone. You're absolutely not alone. Uh, and that's a hard thing to remember. We sometimes, sometimes that's the biggest thing that we just don't, we just don't remember that. We think that we are. And you know who's making you think that? The enemy. The enemy is making you think that. And so the enemy says, hey man, you're the only one with this struggle. You're the only one. You know? And it's, I don't know. Have you ever felt that? I mean... Ever? I see a bunch of hands going up, right? Out in the audience all over the world. You ever, you ever feel that way? You feel alone in your hurt, habit, or hang-up? Your thing, your struggle, that thing that you just can't seem to beat? The thing that keeps beating you down? <coughs> Excuse me. I don't have a cough button up in here. Anyway, so, you know, that thing that you just really, really are jacked up over and, and you... You can't get past it, and you think, man, I am by myself. There's nobody else as jacked up as me. Well, that's the enemy. But through the power of Yeshua HaMashiach and Ruach HaKodesh, Jesus the Messiah and the Holy Spirit, it, there's nothing that can, can beat you down. Nothing at all. But it, it's, he's very successful uh, 
in leading you to believe that, hey, you're, you're just a wreck. You're, you're a wreck. You're a mess. And you're the worst. You know? You're the worst. So, uh, Romans 7 and 8, there's, there's a good... I mentioned that a minute ago. If you were taking your stuff, you would know it. If you're a... By the way, if you are a, uh, a brain supplement company the natural brain supplement company you should send me your stuff i'll try it and if it works on me i'll you could be a sponsor you you too could be a sponsor of this show anyway so romans uh 7 and 8 7 14 through 25 let's see here can we find it in my old beady eyes uh, let's see here well we'll go to 13 just for fun then did something good become for me the source of death? Heaven forbid. Rather, it was sin working death in me through something good, so that sin might be clearly exposed as sin, so that sin through the commandment might become, might come to be experienced as sinful beyond measure. In other words, you're so jacked up. You're the only one. For we know that the Torah is of the Spirit, but as for me, I am bound to the old nature." sold to sin as a slave. I don't understand my own behavior. I don't do what I want to do. Instead, I do the very thing I hate. Now, if I'm doing what I don't want to do, I am agreeing that the Torah is good. But now it is no longer the real me doing it, but the sin housed inside me. For I know that there is nothing good housed inside me. That is my inside my old nature. I can want what is good, but I can't do it. For I don't do the good I want. Are you following me? This is, I mean, this is some crazy stuff here, but it sounds an awful lot like almost all of us. Man, what I'm trying to do here, what I'm trying to do, right? What I'm trying to do. I'm trying to do the thing that I'm supposed to do. I'm trying to do the thing that I should do. I'm trying to do the thing that I know will make my life better. I'm trying to do that thing. But every time I try to do that, I do the thing, I do the opposite thing. And then he kind of says, man, I'm, I'm the biggest screw up ever in the world. I'm chief among sinners, he says. Evil is right there with me. For in my inner self, I completely agree with God's Torah. In other words, hey man, I know this is what I'm supposed to do. I know this. But I keep doing the wrong thing. I keep getting jacked up. So, so when you think, when you think that, oh man, I'm the only one. The enemy wants you to think this. Listen, in, in one part here, in 24, uh, Paul actually says, what a miserable creature I am. Who will rescue me from this body bound for death? Thanks be to God, He will, through Yeshua the Messiah, our Lord. Man, literally thank God, right? Literally thank God. So Romans 8, uh, 15, this is what you got to do. This is what you have to in, embrace. Well, I'll go to 14, free of charge, no cost or obligation to you. All who are led by God's Spirit are God's sons. For you did not receive a spirit of slavery to bring you back again into fear. On the contrary, you received the Spirit which makes us sons, and by whose power we cry out, Abba, that is, dear Father. 
Daddy. The Spirit Himself bears witness with our own spirits that are children of God. And if we are children, then we are also heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with the Messiah, provided we are suffering with Him in order to be glorified with Him. I mean, do you get here how the enemy wants you to believe that you're the only one? He wants you to believe that you've got nothing, uh, there's nothing available to you to help you. But that's simply not true. And in 828, furthermore, we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according with his purpose. Because those whom he knew in advance, he also determined in advance, would be conformed to the pattern of his son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And those whom he thus determined in advance, he also called. And those whom he called, he also caused to be considered righteous. And those whom he caused to be considered righteous, he also glorified. In other words, he chose you, man. Listen, he knows how jacked up you are. He knows how jacked up I am. He certainly knows how jacked up I am because it's so obvious. But he picked you. And he said, I'm going to be with you. Well, what then are we to say to those things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare even his own son but gave up on behalf of us all, is it possible that, having given us his son, given us his son, he would not give us everything else too? So who will bring a charge against God's chosen people? Who is going to get up in your grill? It's certainly not God. He's not the one who causes them to be considered righteousness. Oh, what did I just say? Were you listening? He is the one. This other person that's throwing rocks at you, talking about you don't know anything, you're this, you're that. Newsflash for you. It's not him. It's not the enemy. It's not the big D. It's not the devil. He, he's not the one. He doesn't cause you to be righteous. God does. He's the one who causes us to be considered righteous. Who punishes them? Certainly not the Messiah Yeshua who died and more than that has been raised is at the right hand of God and is actually pleading on our behalf. He's pulling for us, man. He wants to give you a high five or a knuckle a knuckle bump. What do you call that thing? Pound it or whatever? I don't know. I'm so uncool. Who will separate us from the love of Messiah? Trouble? Hardship? Persecution? Hunger? Poverty? Danger? War? Who'll do it? For your sake, we are being put to death all day long. We are considered sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are super conquerors through the one who has loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor other heavenly rulers, neither what exists now or what is coming, neither powers above nor powers below, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which comes to us through the Messiah, Yeshua, our Lord. Man. Come on, y'all. Come on. You got, man, you got to jump all up in that. You've got to jump up all in that. You, you've got to say, here it is. He's telling me nothing. Nothing. 
Nothing's coming against me. No power, no nothing. Nothing's coming against me. Are we going to have struggles? Are we going to have hurts, habits, and hang-ups? Yep. But you know what? We can defeat them through him. The problem is we always try to do it. We always try to do it ourselves. Do we not? We do. If we're being honest, we know that we, we do. We know that we do. Hey, let me ask you something. We're getting ready to go to commercial here in a second, uh, in a minute. What happened as a result of this sin? Remember what I said? We were separated from God. They were separated from God. When they, when they ate the, uh, the fruit in the middle of the garden, when the serpent lied to them. Let me tell you something. A serpent starts talking to you. Don't do what he says. I'm saying that's some weird stuff. You've got to run away. Don't even walk away. Run away. So they were separated from God. They had daily intimate interaction with him. He walked with them in the garden. But I'm telling you this. Satan was eternally defeated, starting right there in the garden. Listen, we know how this parade ends. We know how this book ends, but we live in denial. We put fig leaves in front of us so others won't know how much we're hurting, how much we hurt inside. We don't want anybody to know that we're not perfect, that we're not shiny. You know, the fig leaf for a lot of you and a lot of me is start shirts and shiny shoes and fancy dressed and churchy words. That's why I don't like it. When we come back, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you a tough question, and it's not for the faint of heart. It is not for the faint of heart. I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It ain't going to be easy. Hang in there. Stand up. Do some stretching. Listen to these commercials, and come back and see us. We'll be glad to talk with you then. We'll finish up. Come back and see us. Just a minute. Dr. Sean Michael Greener returns after this short break with more of God in Country. Join us for Healing with the Marika Method. This is an amazingly informative show to help heal people as well as their horses, dogs, and cats. This show inspires and empowers people to take charge of their own health and their animals' health using the power of diet, nutrition, natural medicines, and lifestyle to heal a variety of health problems. Learn how food impacts all physical and emotional health conditions and how diet and natural medicines are used to heal the body, mind, and spirit. Marika is a health and nutrition specialist, homeopathic practitioner, a gifted medical intuitive and healer, and an author and educator with over two decades of experience in clinical practice for people and their pets. Join our host, Marika Vandewater, Every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to God in Country, the collision of faith and politics. Here with more of today's show, author, coach, and national speaking ninja pastor who has a reputation for telling it like it is, Dr. Sean Michael Greener. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, listen, thank you very much for staying with us. It's been awesome. Well, you be the judge how awesome it is. I don't know. I can't say it's awesome. The message is awesome. I don't know how awesome the messenger is, but 
Okay, so let me lay this on you. Uh, let me ask you, what is your salvation story? It, it, you know, I know a lot of people who listen to this show uh, are what we call in the Western Evangelical Church saved. You've placed your faith in Christ. You've, you've, you've said, look, I believe that Yeshua HaMashiach, he came, he died, and he was raised again, and now the Ruach HaKodesh, which is the Holy Spirit. This, this is Hebrew, by the way. These are his real names. You know, anyway, that's just what I use. You don't have to. When's the last time you told somebody else? And I don't, I don't mean in church to a bunch of Christians, but the not yet, yet saved people that you interact with all the time. You hear what I said? Not yet saved the intera- Listen, the Bible tells us that sometimes every knee is going to bow. Every knee. Don't kid yourself. Every knee at some point is going to bow. So when's the last time you told your story about what Yeshua has done for you? Not in front of a bunch of Christians, not in church, in those tough areas. Your neighbors, your friends, your people at work. You say, I don't have a story, man. I don't have a story to tell. Listen, that's a cop-out. It's a cop-out. You know it and I know it. Well, that's a cop-out unless it's true. But here's the thing. If you don't have a story, nobody I ever met that encountered Jesus, Yeshua Hamashiach, they, they were never the same. You say, but, but I contend for the faith. I keep the laws and traditions, and, and I point out other people's sin. Listen, man, you are a religious Rottweiler. Tell the truth in love. That's what we do all the time. I'm as jacked up as the next of you, probably more. Sometimes people got to say, hey, Sean, you, you messed up, buddy. Dr. Sean, you you off a little bit. What's the matter with you? Come on, man. Let me help you out. Let me reach out to you. Here's the thing. You're a religious Wattweiler if you do nothing but going around talking about how bad everybody else is. Stomping your feet. What is your fig leaf? Is that your fig leaf? Is that the thing you're hiding behind? Is it? A lot of us pick some weird things to hide behind, and that could be it. Anyway, so the fourth D, the illusion of defeat in your life. And I say illusion of defeat. The illusion of defeat in your life. Have you ever felt, now be real, have you ever felt you just can't get it right? You just can't get your life right. You've never measured up. You can't get it together enough for God, so why even try? I'm here to tell you the devil is a liar. He's the liar of liars. You are a child of the Most High. You you have royal blood coming through your veins. Do you not know that? Has somebody not told you that? Royal blood. It's not just me telling you, hey man. (laughs) 
Hebrews, uh, uh, Hebrews 5, 7 through 10. During Yeshua's life on earth, he offered up prayers and petitions, crying aloud and shedding tears to the one who had the power to deliver him from death. He knew who to pray to. The one that could help him. And he was heard because of his godliness. Even though he was the son, he learned obedience through his sufferings. And after he'd been brought to the goal, he became the source of eternal deliverance who, to all who obey him, since he had been proclaimed by God as a Kohen, Gadol, to be compared with Malchizedek, is really. That's a big deal, man. It's a big deal. Here's the crazy thing. Why do we pray so timidly? Why do we pray so timidly? We pray as though God isn't really serious about helping us. God isn't really serious about reaching out to us. We pray as though he's offered no help to us. He says, no, in all this is Romans 8. Remember, I, I read it if you're taking your supplements, whichever supplements they are. No, in all these things, we are super conquerors. Super conquerors. Through the one who has loved us, for I am convinced that neither death... <clears throat> it gets me every time, man. Neither death nor life, nor angels, nor other heavenly rulers, neither what exists nor what is coming... Do you hear me? Nothing, nothing can beat God. You want more hope in your life? Read Romans 8 every day. You say, Dr. Sean, I've done everything. I've tried everything to help my life. Really? So I always hand them a legal pad and I draw a line down the middle. Show me, write down everything that you've done to help your life. And they write down one thing. I tried reading the Bible and it didn't work for me. I tried praying and it didn't work for me. Fifth D, delay or pra procrastination in your life. I was going to put, the, put this point first, but I didn't get around to it. Joe Grenade, you have to send me messages or Facebook me or tweet me. Let me know you got that joke. I, I delay. The fifth D is delay. I was going to do this. I'm going to do this. At some point down the road, I'm going to do this. I was, I was going to do this, but listen, don't wait around or be lazy. I'm just telling you that. Show me a lazy person and I'll show you a procrastinator. People procrastinate and they get behind and nothing ever gets done in their life. They never, ever, ever, ever get through. They never accomplish anything. They never feel good. Self-esteem is a joke, man. That's the liberals telling you self-esteem. You earn self-esteem. Don't be lazy when hard work is needed, but serve the Lord with spiritual fervor. Rejoice in your hope. Be patient in your troubles and continue steadfastly in prayer. Share what you have with God's people and practice hospitality. Bless those who persecute you. Bless them. Don't curse them. Doesn't mean you're not supposed to fight back. Hey, don't get it twisted. They're not talking about being a, being a sheep before the slaughter. Better step up. You're a super conqueror. You don't get to be a super conqueror by being timid. Bless those who persecute. Bless them, but don't curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice. Weep with those who weep. In other words, be empathic. 
Be sensitive to each other's needs. Don't think yourselves better than others, but make humble your friends. Make humble people your friends. Don't be conceited. Repay no evil for evil, but try to do what everyone regards as good. Do the right thing, man. Do the right thing. Listen, don't you worry about revenge on your own unless he tells you. God has told people. You, you, ever, you ever read? You ever read the, the, the ancient scriptures? You ever read the Old Testament? Whew. Law don't mess around. Somebody goes against God, they'll pay, including God's people. Don't be conquered by evil, but conquer evil with good. See, here's the thing. Doubt, discouragement, diversion, defeat. One, two, three, four. Oh, I promised you five. Delay. Doubt, discouragement, diversion, defeat, and delay. That's what the enemy tries to do. Listen, I, I have another D. You didn't pay for this one. This is free of charge. This is free of charge to you. What is your decision? What's your decision? Man, I'm telling you, I have heard and heard and heard and heard so many people tell me, look, man, I'm just, I'm working through this. I'm, I'm, I just, I, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm reading a bunch of different authors and, and I'm just, you know, I'm trying to come to my conclusion. I don't want to be judgy. Hey, nobody knows everything. Nobody knows everything. So, uh, you know, I'm just trying to learn and I'm on a journey. I'm trying to discover. It's a journey of self-discovery. Listen, folks, the Bible says there's an appointed time for each of us to die. An appointed time. And after that, it's the judgment. You answer for the sins that you have not asked for forgiveness of, that you've not repented of. I say keep short accounts with God. Talk to Him daily throughout the day. How much easier would your life be if you did that? I know mine would be. Some days I do it, some days I don't. Some days I'm running from Him, remember? Some days I'm running from Him and I don't do the right thing. I don't say the right thing. And sometimes there's a good brother or sister that comes along and says, hey man, you screwed up a little bit here. And don't throw rocks at me. You say, let me come alongside and help you out. Maybe there's something I can help you with. How about I pray for you? How about I pull for you? How about I cheer you on? What's your decision? You know, the Bible also says there'll be a time when every knee will bow. Listen, even, even the enemy, Satan, knows. He knows he's defeated. But he's trying to divert as many of you. He's trying to plant seeds of doubt and discouragement and defeat. He's trying to get you to delay. He's trying to get you to say, hey, you can put this off until tomorrow. What's the rush? What you in such a hurry for? You got nothing but time, man. You'll get to be old. All the medical stuff going on. You'll get to be old. You'll be fine. Really fine. You'll be totally fine. Here's the thing, friends. 
all around the world, all of you people listening all around the world, but from whatever faith you might have grown up in, or maybe you didn't grow up in a faith, at some point you have to decide. Because when Yeshua Hamashiach comes back, he's not coming back as a little baby. He's coming back as the conqueror. And if you haven't answered yes to him, you'll be lost forever, eternally forever. Nobody likes to talk about hell, but let me tell you what, hell is talked about a whole lot more in the scriptures than heaven. Here's a news flash for you, and I want you to get this. If you remember nothing else I ever say on radio shows or speeches all across this country, place your faith in Christ. Don't wait. It's simple. God, I believe you sent your son Jesus. He died for my sins, and he rose again, and he's alive today. I place my faith in him, and I trust you to be the guide of my life. Do that and get in touch with me. Sean at drshawngreener.com. S-H-A-W-N at D-R-S-H-A-W-N-G-R-E-E-N-E-R. We'll talk. We'll make arrangements to talk on the phone. As many of you that do. I expect thousands. And I'll make the time. God bless you, man. It's a rough life we're living in. And if you don't have Yeshua, let me tell you. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. God bless you. Trust in God. Don't wait. Decide today. Cast away the doubt. Cast away the discouragement, the diversion, and the defeat. Don't delay. Make your decision for Christ today. You'll be glad you did. Dr. Greener returns next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And in the meantime, he'll be working to restore your freedom and your liberty. He will engage in the collision of faith and politics for you and with you. In the meantime, remember to follow him on Twitter at The Ninja Pastor. And follow him on Facebook. Dr. Greener's controversial book, Excellence Killed the Church, How Mediocrity is Destroying America, is available on Amazon and at other fine booksellers. Or you can get a copy directly through his website, www.drshawngreener.com, where you can also listen to interviews and speeches and messages free of charge. Show archives are available on iTunes through drshawngreener.com.